0: And welcome to Pixel Hunt Podcast, where we deep dive and analyse games one system and letter at a time. I'm Dan. I've got itchy pants.
1: Ah, I'm back, and I'm puzzled.
2: I'm sullen. I'm all action. When? <laughs>
0: Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. When he's non-call.
2: That that golden
1: hour between what time and what time? When you're not too tired and not too tired.
0: For this second series season or world 2, we're covering the Sega Mega Drive or Sega Genesis. If you're from Japan, USA! Or USA. <laughs> I know. Working from A to Z and a number at the end, of course. <laughs> this episode or World 2 stage 16 is puzzle and action chidant ah. But before I tell you what all that is about. Let's have a bit of a catch-up, because it's been a while since we've all spoke. Um, So, Sol, what have you been up to?
2: Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a while to get all three of us, even digitally, in one room, because you two are Alan Wicker. If you're not on holiday, Mark's flying around Europe hobnobbing, trying to sell stuff to people, and staying in hotels with strange uh, shaving kits. (laughs) Uh, Let's start with games, shall we? I have been playing quite a lot actually uh, because it's been so long since we recorded uh, i've gone through the two on my zelda sundays on twitch i've gone through both oracle of ages and oracle of seasons on on the game by color
1: what oh, i'm gonna say what even are they i don't even
0: remember them but that's why are they much yeah are they, much they different d- from each other
2: uh yeah the, the the work on they've got a typical zelda um underground overground <laughs> one bling three uh type mechanic where you know where you've got to flip between worlds, uh, but there, the seasons, the closing the name, it works off the, the seasons, so you can only access certain parts if you turn it to be a wintry, and all the snow fills up so you can reach higher levels, or uh, if okay. it's autumn or spring, whichever, you can then pull up the toadstools, whereas before you can't because they're hardened, uh, so there's there's puzzles on puzzles in it, and that's for the seasons and the ages. You go, you, fly, you go through time to solve the puzzles. But these were co-produced by Capcom, so goes without saying they're, they're pretty decent. But um, they're quite long for a Game Boy game. I think it was right at the end of the Game Boy Colours lifespan. So I've got a Game Boy Player for the GameCube, which is how I can stream it. I stream streaming that way and they were good they were good i think i might go back to them without the pressure of uh being on on stream because you you can't it's not very interesting if you're just doing side quests and mopping about is it so uh, you can spend a bit more time if it's in your hand so i might get i might use that on the i've got a pocket analog pocket haven't i so i might use it on that you can get um
1: steam decks no delay now just get, just get the entry-level entry one of them bad boys and wax the emu on it or
2: something. Oh, yeah. It's a, uh, how do you find any, have you tried an emulation on your Steam Deck?
1: No, because I haven't sort of messed with it, and I don't really want yeah. to mess with it. It's no, one I... of them things. It's a fucking rabbit hole, is it? So as soon as you start tinkering, you never stop tinkering, and then you don't end up playing yeah. any games because you're too busy tinkering. So I'm using it as intended.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, the deck's certainly worth playing. They surprised me. Well, they didn't surprise me how good they were because it's Capcom and Nintendo. But it surprised me how good they were. Do you know
1: what I mean? <laughs> okay. Uh, so what's next on that one then? Where well, are you so at now? now? I'm,
2: I'm, I'm a few weeks into Wind Waker, which I originally borrowed off our Daniel 20 years ago. I've got my old save file on. on my <laughs> the, the Wii U from. one or the redone no, no, one? the GameCube one. The yeah, Ares sorry. One. that
1: Right, okay, yeah. So the, the, it's a bit more boring that at, towards the end.
2: It's. I'm about halfway through it. I think I've just put got to the position where you're putting the pearls on. You get the three pearls, and you've got to put them on an island yeah. to progress. Yeah, and like that. And if I've looked at not that I'm looking for a walkthrough because I don't want to use a walkthrough, but I, I looked on Zelda dot net mm. for just how how far through I am. And I'm about halfway through. It doesn't necessarily mean halfway through in terms of playtime, but I'm certainly halfway through the the structure and stuff. So I'm enjoying that because when, like I said, when I borrowed it from Daniel twenty odd years ago with my original save file that's still on my memory card, um, I can't really remember playing it much further than. Well, I can't. Yeah, I can remember doing the first one. You know where you have to turn all the searchlights off. On yeah. That, on the island, and that's all I can really remember. So I'm enjoying it. It's a bit. It-
1: it really sticks out the sea. for me, that one, because other than watching you play the the SNES one, um, you know, when we were on holiday together and that's all we fucking did, we never left Caravan, other than you getting pissed on Thunderbird and falling down some stairs. Um, yeah, that was I, good. Just, I just watched you playing Zelda, but Wind Waker was the first one I ever actually played because the GameCube was the first Nintendo I ever had. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So it's like, it's I bit... remember it really clearly and fondly, and then I did play it again when they brought it out and enjoyed
2: it just as much again. Yeah, it's a bit. Um, it's quite chill on the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Mopping around the sea and having to fill the map in. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, fill this it, in and speak to the fish and stuff. It
1: has got like that kind of like. Golf game vibe, once you are just out mm. on the on the seas, aren't it? Where you just, yeah. yeah, like you say, for the most part, you're just chilling out until later in game when it's full of them fucking annoying squids that come
2: and jizz in your face. Oh yeah, they're they're a pain in the ass. They just they're surrounded out there in the sea. How do you, but, um, how do you feel about so, it? How do you feel about how it looks? How it's aged? Right, well, my feel, I don't, I don't, I I've always liked how it looks. I'm not one of these people who get particularly touchy about oh, I don't like my on the game. No well just it's it's interesting to shake shake it up a bit. So to shut up. And, and the thing uh, is because of,
1: of that decision it had aged.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And in terms yeah exactly. So in terms of how it plays, car handling, car engine really is very similar to Ocarina and Majora mm. with a better with a better it's camera, camera it's better. possibly. But it really feels that... Everyone likes Ocarina of Time. They think that's a classic Zelda. Not for me. I think it's linked to the past. Or Wind Waker is when they seem to nailed that engine after having two goals at it with Ocarina and Majora. They've gone, here we well, are. If you if played
1: a, the 3DS version of Ocarina, that kind of put everything right.
2: So Right, okay. I mean, it is a, they're all good out of this. So it's like yep. saying, you know, it's like, it's like... Complaining that something's really good against something that's really, really good. Yeah. So, um And I'm finally, Until Dawn, which Yay, I've not played. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's been on my digital pile of shame. Either I got it through PlayStation Plus as a free game, or I can It's on my PlayStation account somehow. But, what and I, uh, I played, as
1: a as a horror geek, is it covers every single subgenre of horror at some point in. Thing it's got that Saw element. It's got the slasher element. It's got some of the psychological element. It's even got some of the Japanese kind of influence. It literally just throws it all at you. It's like, oh, you like that horror film? Do you have that? Have that? Have that? Have that? And, and you feel like going? Thanks.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. It's like um, I think because on on Thursdays on my stream I do horror games. So I've this is I finished Resi Four a few weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, so I'm on to Until dawn now, and it surprised me how good it is. Even though it's even though it's pretty interactive um, storytelling with some few quick time elements, yeah, um, it, it's 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 well put together and it keeps you interested. Uh, someone said in the stream, which is your favourite character? I to, I thought, I said to be honest, I think they're all dickheads apart from Hayden Panettiere's character, save the cheerleader lady. She yeah. seems to be the only one that seems to be. Likable, but I guess that's the point. You want them all to die, and that—that's kind of that. That's kind of it in terms of gaming. I've watched all of She-Hulk. That was good. It's like Ali McBeal uh, meets Marvel. Ali with... McBeal
1: meets my wife on Ragwig.
2: <laughs> well, well, yeah. Does she does she go about eight foot and turn green?
1: No, that's a default state, mate.
2: It's really good if you don't like Marvel or you aren't invested or have any idea about what the Marvel Universe is in whatsoever. It doesn't really, it has no, it it's doesn't seem to canon. want to be. It is, Actual. but it doesn't seem like it wants to be. Right, okay. Or needs to be. And and she breaks the fourth wall all the time. And a lot of people have not liked that, but I'm a sucker for for people breaking the fourth wall in, in in TV series and films.
1: Well, does she do that in the comic or something like Deadpool does? Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, then that's so, so that, is, that's
2: really it? good. Yeah, eight episodes, and it's knowingly funny. It's just yeah. really good. It's been entertaining, and it's quite easy watching. It's only twenty-five minutes long each episode, so you can just fly through that. It's really good. And that's it. That's it. I know we've been, not been here for about six weeks. Went to Leeds Festival. That were all right. I didn't feel too old. Is it that long the since end. we recorded?
1: Yeah, it's ages.
2: Yeah ages ages and so ages and so, ages. How, so how's that recording every two to three weeks working out for us that yeah
1: I know. We, well, we should just we should we'll to right up now. the game now yeah we
0: should be able to just
1: up his game and do more
0: yeah <laughs> well we've been moving house ill holidays there's been a lot getting in the way of it but it should settle down for a bit now shouldn't it hopefully so i have been playing some games as well in this time we've been away um I bought Thimbleweed Park. I don't know why. I had a hankering for playing some sort of point-and-click game. So I picked it up. there was, was a sale on Steam. It was about four quid or something. I thought, yeah, I'll give it a go for that.
1: You, you bought a game.
0: I know, I know. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Are <laughs> you all right? Yeah. It wasn't on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, I bought a game. Um, I liked it. Um, it. It's very much like exactly what they've tried to make it like. in in that they've tried to call back to stuff like Monkey Island and those old... Day of the Tentacle and all that kind of shit. Yeah, Mansion. And it's more like that. you end up at some point controlling four or five different characters at different parts of the map and you have to pick things up and give them to the other characters. Only certain characters can do certain things. Um, It does get a bit confusing at one point when there's a lot going on. like, I can't remember where I am now, but helpfully, each character has a little to-do list in their inventory. So if you can't remember what this particular character is supposed to be doing, you can can have a look at that. Um, Also, one of the characters has got a cell phone. So um, you can call a hint line if you get stuck. So there was at one point, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I was just going around in circles. I was like, I don't know. I genuinely don't know where to go now. Call the hint line and you can just click through a few things and it gives you... You can ask it. It'll tell you something very um
1: Ab, like true like abstract cryptic
0: yeah and then, and then yeah if you can, if you can ask for more or more or more yeah. but yeah, yeah usually the first one's just enough to go ah yeah yeah yeah. i need to do that um yeah. which was good i enjoyed it it got i didn't quite like the end um i don't want to spoil it for anyone if you if you've not played thimbleweed pack and you don't want it spoiling to stop listening but
2: spoiler alert before you say things like that
0: they turns out they're all in a video game uh,
1: okay yeah.
0: yeah I was like oh, okay I was expecting something funny or a twist or something. I was like okay then it then it gets very, oh, where in a video game? Ooh, uh, what if well, the code goes wrong? And um, what if uh, what's my life all been? I'm like, yeah, you ruined it now. It gets very meta. Yeah, it does. Like yeah, yeah, so um, yeah, but I was enjoying it up to that point. I'd knock a few points off it for that. Um, I also picked up a game for free. <laughs> um, Hot UK deals alerted me to uh, a Korean. A deal on the korean xbox store where you just pick up a game for free uh cinemora if you've ever played that it's a horizontal shoot em up. Shoot 'em up um fly right to left but it's all it's really really pretty and it's really well done the 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 unusual mechanic is that if you get shot you don't die but you've got a timer if you get shot you knock some of the time off your timer And you can build that time back up by shooting the enemies down. So you can get hit a couple of times, but if you're still getting through it quick enough or you've built up enough time in your timer, you're safe and you carry on going. It's very much a 2D game, but built in a 3D world, and it takes every opportunity to um, take your ship and then fly the camera around it and show you where it's actually flying, but then it'll fly back into a uh, two-dimensional plane to, to shoot things down. Yeah, it's, it's good. I'm enjoying it so far. I think it could do to be a little bit harder, but maybe I've just not put it on the harder levels. I can't remember. I'll have to go back to it, but uh, at one point it does get quite bullet helly. You've got a very small um, okay. hitbox, so it's it's yeah, it's yeah, good. To give it a try. Um, won't be much now. It's, it's been redone for modern stuff, but it'll be on there. I bet it plays well on your Steam Deck. Mm, um, I've also played a game called Devil Daggers. If you ever heard of that,
1: um, I think. it's what a wife gives me when I move cushions?
0: <laughs> or, or just sit on them? That's what they're there for. Yeah, isn't it?
1: Just generally, just generally exists somewhere within
0: her eye shot or, or airspace. <laughs> Do you have to breathe? Um, <laughs> Devil daggers. I dropped a link to a game in our WhatsApp called Hyper Demon, and a. I said, this looks a bit mad. And then you followed it up later, a couple of days later, Mark, by going, have you seen this game? Hyperdemon. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. So I just, well, this one, Dev- Devil Daggers was the precursor to it.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Uh, people raved about that as well, didn't they?
0: Yeah, it's really good. There's not a lot to it. You you stood on a, a rock, basically, in, in darkness, and these things start spewing skulls out at you, and you've just got to shoot them down and collect uh diamonds and the more diamonds you collect the more powerful you become but then the enemies start getting bigger and more powerful it, it ramps up with you and I think the longest I've lasted in it is 43 seconds so far but then but then you just straight back in it click start again retry retry yeah. and it just is it's, it's one of those just another hit just keep going keep going keep going uh, it's good I imagine hyper Demon is crazy because it looks like that but just on acid
1: yeah, it looks really, really interesting.
0: Uh, what have I been watching? I've watched the Netflix Dharma programme, which I think everyone's watching at the minute, um, which I think does a really good job of making you feel a bit sorry for a cannibalistic date-raping serial killer.
1: Well, we've all got our own problems.
0: Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I think he had more than most. <laughs> <laughs> no. I?
1: No. But I, I did feel you a mean... bit sorry for
0: him. It was clearly... It was clearly affected and he knew that he was affected and couldn't help killing people which sounds like an odd thing to say i can't help it i'm just killing him
1: yeah but i'm not mad you think you might be yeah. <laughs> you fucking, you've got a guy in a fucking vat there you've got another one in your fridge and you start eating someone's liver you mad cunt i think you might you might just be a bit
0: crazy <laughs> it's normal to sleep with a mannequin isn't it just cuddle up next to a mannequin you rob from a store uh yeah, I enjoyed that. I'd recommend that to anyone if you're mildly interested in that kind of thing. I've also watched a film, a film <laughs> in this time we've been away. I Watched Black Phone. Uh, good innit? It's all right. Yeah,
1: the only all right. I th- I thought it was really good. That proper. I mean, it made sense when I looked who wrote it. That it was what's his name Stephen King's son. Because all I was thinking all the way through it was, uh, oh, this is Stephen Kingy. This is Stephen Kingy, and then.
2: Oh, is it Joe Hill,
1: yeah, Joe Hill wrote it, so it's like, all ah, right well, that's why it's fucking Stephen Kingy then
0: uh, well, yeah, um, I
1: liked it a lot though yeah uh, I, but it, did it fit, did you watch it with Kelly,
0: yeah,
1: and was I right that that fits the criteria of a horror that's not really a horror that people who don't necessarily like horror would enjoy,
0: yeah, she didn't baba her pants, she was all right, yeah, 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 but there was a couple of minutes when she was oh, <laughs> like, oh. Like when he's, when he's coming out of the basement, he's like, What's it, why, Just what are we doing with, the, with that lock?" Um, but yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I, I don't know why I was expecting more from it. I don't know what uh, I don't, I don't know you see. I wasn't
1: expecting out at all when I watched it, so it was just a pleasant surprise.
0: Yeah, um, did it, there was there was a weird effect that I saw a couple of times in it, and I don't know why it was doing it or what relevance it had, but it seemed like the screen kind of shook a couple of times. Yeah. I
1: don't, yeah, it quivered. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I never really saw any reference to that or or understood why it was doing it. But I, I said to Kelly, did you see that? She was like, what? No, not matter. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Um, that's me. That's what I've been that's doing. You. So, what about you, Marco?
1: So, I watched the Hellra- Hellraiser. Reboot, remake. It's
2: supposed to be really good, isn't it?
1: It's amazing. It manages to be completely its own thing, completely its own story, whilst absolutely respecting the book and absolutely respecting Clive Barker's original film in, uh, in some of the Cenobite kind of designs and things like that whilst still making it completely new, completely fresh. Um, and like I said, just, it, it were really, really clever. As a, as a fan, like a proper, proper fan of the uh, original book and the original two films, I, I, it's really rare to see a remake where you go, fucking hell, they nailed every single aspect of that. There wasn't a single thing in it that was wrong. Uh, so that was good. And I watched Smile at the cinema on Monday. In London,
2: it's getting a lot of trailers and podcast adverts and adverts on YouTube. And any good because they're really pushing it? Um,
1: yes, I tried to avoid everything, I've not even seen a trailer for it. Um, but I thought it looked interesting, and I thought the same. I like they really seem to be bumming this. And he's a first time director, only thing he's done is a couple of shorts. Um, but his shorts are good. What color are they? <laughs> um, sky blue, pink, yellow, dots on. It's really good. Um, but t- t- to kind of tell you too much is to tell you too much. Essentially, um, it's a bit like It Follows. Well, I'm, gonna, you...
2: I'm gonna anyway.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm gonna try and do it uh, without kind of making it spoiler free. If you watched It Follows, that's probably the most similar film to this. So basically, um. Some uh, therapist, one of her clients comes in and he's saying she's seeing people smiling. But it's, it's different people, but it's not. It's one menacing force that's occupying people. And then she passes it to her. So she's now got to figure out how she got it, how it's been transmitted to her and how she can get rid of it. Because as she's chasing it backwards, she's finding out every single person that's had it's committed suicide. So she's kind of, she knows that she's on a path towards suicide herself, unless she gets rid of it. It's the long and short of it. And it's genuinely unnerving. It doesn't rely on any cheap jump scares. The acting in it's really, really good to say it's all, um, for the most part, like the lead role. I don't think I've seen her in anything uh, before. It's Kevin Bacon's Um, daughter, isn't it? Ah, uh, is it? Because mm. well, she's really good. Um, and it just uh, slowly creeps under your skin until it really... I mean, the end, the end ending is shit, but the pre-ending... Even me, as someone who's like, who watches horror non-stop, go, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? So for me to, like, actually be taken aback um, is something. Because th- when it finished, I was like, no, it's evoked that kind of response for a while. So, so yeah, in short, good. So gaming-wise, I fired through The Last of Us Part 1. You know, the new... Um, the remaster of the remaster of the remaster of the remaster of Last of Us. Um, just really. Because, a, a, I love the game. And B, I wanted to see how pretty it looked. And I wasn't let down. You know, to say that's now a 10-year-old game... It's fucking still amazing um, and that's the best way to play it and the um, it basically is exactly the same game but all of the AI of all of the enemies is better particularly the human enemies so each encounter did feel fresh and did feel different you couldn't just you couldn't just take them on in the same way that you took them on the first two times around if you know what I mean because they know how to flank you better and um, they're smarter. And uh, and obviously, they've got room to create more of the map. So they're not spawning necessarily in places. They're actually in places. Does that make sense? Um, hmm. uh, so it, it felt like a more organic and interesting and exciting experience every time you hit an encounter. And um, it's amazing how much difference... The nuances in the facial animations and eyes and frowns and winces and things made to the emotional impact of all of the cutscenes, scenes Um, because it really did add another layer on top of what uh, what was there. So um, even if you have played it, yeah, it's nothing major new, but if you were a fan of it, it's worth playing again. Um, So that was good. Uh, I played a bit of The Quarry, which is the same guys that did Until Dawn. Um, so um, that's it's pretty much what you would expect. It's until dawn again with different people, and uh, I'm currently trying to plow through uh, Horizon Forbidden West before God of War comes out, which is what you would expect it to be. But it's good. Is it just um, is it
0: just like the first one, but a bit more?
1: Uh, no, it, it's definitely a refinement because uh, what. I put the first. I installed the first one on the PC because I was thinking it looks great. This, but um, I played Horizon the first one on the PC, and I was thinking, but it don't look any better than the first one. At 1st one we were a PS4 game, but obviously, I didn't play it on PS4. I played it on a fucking beefy, badass PC in 4K at 60 frames a second. Or so I put it. I put the first one back on and played a bit of it. And yes, it does look pretty much exactly the same as the PC version of the first one. But I did notice when I went back to the first one, they've definitely made some refinements to the way that it works. They're that seamless, and those refinements, I didn't notice they'd done them until I went back to the first one. So it's less clunky. I, th- I
0: don't think there was a lot to fix in it, if I remember. I, I ploughed through it um, in a couple of months, maybe. Yeah. And I, and I went for all Were the you? collectibles, and i spent ages playing it. Because it just yeah. plays so nicely.
1: Yeah, it's uh, really, really good. And it's just the right balance of challenging and reward. It never seems to get annoying, but it never feels like too easy either.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but I remember saying to you at the time, it was refreshing to play a first game in a franchise where you didn't feel like they'd held back on anything at all. You felt like every single idea they had, they'd thrown into it. Um, you did, and and that that comes through. So all you've got really is she's gone to a new part of the world. So all of the robots are different. So you've got now a new set of enemies. So all of the things that you learned with the previous set are no use to you anyway now because none of them are there. Um, uh, and then there's another layer of uh, corruption on top of that that changes them again. So so that's all different. Uh, but for for the most part, it's the same kind of thing. Um, they've expanded. Um, the way that you um you know you used to go into those like pyramid things and then you'd fight a boss at the end of it and that meant you could overcharge that boss
0: yeah
1: those pyramids exist now but what they give you is a blueprint for an overcharge uh, so then you've got to create quests to go out to get parts and technology in order to create the overdrive so it, it's a bit of a big expands that um that bit of it Somewhat, mm. uh, but yeah, it's really, really, really good. I mean, it's it, it it's the same, and more of the same. But when this when it's that good, it doesn't matter, does it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, series I've I've watched loads because I have it all time, on all the time. Netflix when I'm working or HBO or whatever. The best thing that I've watched out of all of it is The Offer, which stars Miles Teller and Juno Temple. Um, and is he called Giamatti? Um, the Paul. the lad that uh, that method actor that was in like Avatar and stuff. Um, and what it's about is it is about the guy Miles Teller plays the guy who produces the Godfather movie. Uh, so it's a kind of uh, dramatization of the making of the Godfather, and it is so much better than it sounds. From that, it, it is absolutely amazing watching this thing it it watches uh, you, you know it evokes all the same feelings as some kind of thriller, you know, as good as anything like Breaking Bad or whatever you know, the shit he has to go through and the stress that he has to go through and a juggling of network executives and the mafia breathing down his neck saying he's racist and threatening his life and how does he cope with them and big stars getting involved that don't want this film to be made like Frank Sinatra and dealing with the egos of, of fucking, you know all of the actors, you know, on the, on the set and uh, how fragile they all are and volatile they all are and there's this one guy in the middle trying to hold this entire thing together um and it is amazing to watch and you go oh that's what a producer does fuck that for a job (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah it's definitely worth a watch
0: that's it right well let's get on with the game eh let's let's see what it's all about
2: this is the game the game that we've been playing
0: Yeah, so Puzzle & Action Ichidant R was originally released in arcades sometime in 1994 and later ported to the Mega Drive and released on January the 13th 1995. Ichidant R is the second of a trilogy of puzzle and action games Released between 1993 and 1995, Ichidant-a follows puzzle and action Tant-a and precedes puzzle and action Nidaru Koto wa Sanda. The fact that there were three of them bodes well, doesn't it? Or does it? We'll see. Um, the basis of the game is very much like the WarioWare games, in that it's centred around uh, various mini-games against the clock. There's 20 games in total presented in different ways in each different game mode. Games range from simple games like hitting the brakes on a car at the right time to stop it before it falls off a cliff to count the number of passengers on a subway train as it passes through the station, which is a lot harder than it sounds. It is, I would think, adding varying amounts of one, two, or three to get you watching yeah. them go past going one, three, five. Oh, God, I've lost it. <laughs> But um, if anyone saw uh, me and Saul try to do it on Twitch, you'll, you will see it wasn't easy. But maybe we're just dumb as rocks. Um, some, yeah, I
2: think that video will be up for maybe a week or two. So if you want to go back and, I think nearly thirty minutes we spent trying to do that because it seemed considerably harder in the mode that we played it in. Yes, but that was. Yeah, if you want to go back and watch it, it'll still be on there. I
0: think. Which, can you can you cut it? Can you like clip it and save it somewhere? And I'll well, when we when I eventually get around to doing YouTube stuff, I'll put it in there as a as a YouTube video. Yeah, you can
2: down you can download it. Oh, right, you can okay. even create a clip. If you create a clip on Twitch, anyone can do that when they're watching. Then clips never go away, but your VODs go away a week, depending think, on weeks. whether you're an affiliate or a part, if you're a partner, I think they up there forever, oh. or more, months and months and months. Fancy.
0: Mm. Some of the games are more complex, uh, like a variation of the Towers of Hanoi, but with frogs. You need to pile them up on the correct lily pad, and that can be quite challenging against the clock, because each game is against the clock. i have got a full list of games here in the notes. It, Any of them, it is the
1: clock that's the enemy on this. It, it's it, speed and time. It, it? really
0: is. Because, well, it's arcade, isn't it? So it was going to be against yeah. the clock, but um, I think it helps to keep the game flowing to be honest but um i've put the full list of the games here in the show notes um i'll fly through them dead quick but stop me if there's any that you particularly remembered or liked so you can pick up three gold pictures in a crane game or puzzling between moving
1: that where they shadowed and then yeah it shows that, that was hard. you where they are and then it shows you them as shadows no i didn't find that hard at all
0: sorry no that wasn't hard um, it was yeah. if you weren't looking at the start which I wasn't a couple of times mm. that made it quite difficult because <laughs> you didn't see where the gold ones were um, yeah that would make it hard yeah there's organizing a tower of golden frogs in the high order which I just mentioned building a spaceship with the right parts you have to fill in bits of missing spaceship um, yeah that's tricky that one because you go you go you go eye blind because all the pieces kind of look all, all the same
1: uh, I didn't see that one. I saw a robot.
0: There was there was one where you had to uh, match missing parts, robot. but the different colours and shapes as well. So you had to find the yeah. right colour and shape combination to build and up And they the were shape.
1: rotated. Uh,
0: some of them were, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it was harder than it seemed that...
0: Um, pairing monkeys dancing monkeys on cards finding pairs of them that, some of them are difficult as well because they look quite similar um, mm. the rice crackers on the barbecue where they kept turning them over you had to find the matching pairs that was that's alright it's like concentration wasn't it helping a bird eat apples and then taking up to the nest where you're trying to avoid the squirrels that's quite fun just keep tapping the yeah. B button
2: flappy bird isn't it It's flappy bird essentially yeah.
0: Yeah. Um guide a composer through a symphony up down left right up down left right A B A B that kind of thing to match his um, composing. Arm ah, movements, yep. yeah. Count number of the passengers on a speeding train, stopping a car as close to the edge of a cliff, uh, finding a girl's silhouette in a window. Did you get that one? I didn't yep. see that one all that much. Um, selecting a batter who hits the most baseballs. Five of them in a row firing baseballs, some miss, some don't. You've got to somehow watch all four of them or five of them and count which one hit the most balls. Uh,
2: I like that one. I did. Yeah, we got that, one up, on that one.
0: end up staring into the middle of the screen, just not looking at any of them, going, that one's it, one, two, three, four. Um Trying to imitate a cowboy shooting pattern. I thought that was hard. That one was hard.
2: Yeah. There was a lot of targets on that screen. It's it, very much like the games that we played in the arcade when we were a kid where they had the thing that squirted water at you. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah 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 it's like, yeah, that, yeah. But, yeah, but it's like I, it basically simple simon destroying a western scene isn't it yeah
0: yeah essentially. Then you've got to
2: play it back you're like oh no but
0: yeah uh try to stab bouncy balls in order to make a dango which i don't know what a dango is but it looks like a, some sort of kebab on a, a stick kebab yeah. yeah um using trapdoors to make your way through a maze that was the little transport. You know, it teleported you across bits of the maze. With the different with colours. Yeah, yeah, with the little running man. Looked like a
1: gauntlet from the top. Yes. you kind of teleported around. Yeah, I like
0: yeah, that one. it
2: was like a cross... Yeah, and it had a berserk. You know, the arcade game Berserk. Yeah, a
0: little berserk yeah. man. Humanoid. I, I played that like differently that, yeah. to you, but I'm going through it on Twitch. You just set off running, you belted it, and you. Were, I was. I could see out the corner of my eye, you a little man running all over the place. Whereas I was looking from the exit and going, working my way backwards yeah. so I knew which way I had to go. Um, I did, yeah. I changed strategy <laughs> halfway through. I thought, what am I doing? Why do I keep losing. Yeah, work backwards, dick. Shoot you, shooting down UFOs. That was a bit rubbish, that one. Um, helping guide a train around a track to pick up the most coins by rotating the track. That was.
2: I like that, that one. Good. I think that was probably my
0: favourite. Yeah. Um, finding a coffin that matches the description to find and hunt down vampires. Now, that one's very difficult if you don't speak Japanese because the little rotating <laughs> thing in the middle gives you some information about which. But he can't read he, it. But he, I can't read it, now. Um no. Lose a lot of lives on that one if you can't read Japanese. Counting sea creatures. Does what it says in the tin. Speed pencil sharpening. <laughs> track and field with the pencil. I just just,
2: just yeah. on that sea creature one, that's tricky because they all, you get the brief if, briefest, briefest, if it's if you say, where they are all stationary as soon as the level opens, and you go, ah, and then they all start swimming around. Yeah.
0: So, so when you've got like stand
2: still I can't, read, can't count your yeah, when you've got like 10, 10 jellyfish moving around you're like no 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 I, how many is there obviously there's 10 because I've just said it but you don't know that at that point
0: and then there was match the path the thief took to catch him so that was the one with the little houses and stuff where one of them looked like a walnut whip one of them looked like a cart one of them looked like a gate you had to find there's where one. he started and which route he took
1: there's a couple more than that there's um, that um, blowing up a balloon to scare a chicken.
0: I didn't there, see that one.
1: And there's this slidey no. puzzle where it has like a picture of a car and it puts it into different sections and you have to switch them around.
0: Have you played the wrong game again?
1: I played it both. I played everything. I just started bez around the whole thing.
0: No, but Itchy Dantar, you didn't play Tantar or, or Treasure Hunt.
1: No, no, i definitely played the right one. Because I,
0: I don't remember seeing that. Because I've played,
1: played i played most of those games.
0: All right, fair enough. I remember i played <laughs> a lot of it, but I don't remember seeing the sliding puzzles. But anyway, um, yes. So maybe I missed some out there. My apologies, listeners. Um, as I mentioned, there are different modes. You get Arcade, Quest, Competition, and Free. So Arcade is... What you would have played in the arcades it's a noble quest to save a princess from an evil knight it can be a single player or two player and it sees the two knights go through uh, rounds of four minigames if you beat those the enemy knight is smashed into the wall or smashed into the floor and you move on to the next round of four but not before your bonus stage where you're running on a little white horse and you've got to jump up in the air and collect bags of money or, and avoid the balloons that you get trapped in um that Rotation of mini games and bonus games continues till you get to the final boss, and that's the big green knight who stood on a pedestal. You got to smash his pedestal to bits while avoiding the fireballs that he's thrown up in the air, and then uh, then you smash his helmet open, and um, you. <laughs> You sorry. You reveal some <laughs> some guy who looks like a cross between Jeremy Beadle and ELO's Jeff Lynne um, that was behind this all along. The scores are totted up, and whichever player scored the most points gets the girl. Simple as peas. Uh, the next mod is Quest, that takes the form of an RPG, where again the princess has been kidnapped. Our princess is rubbish at not being kidnapped.
1: The fucking wankers out there, yeah, idiots. If it weren't for princesses, there'd be no video games
0: though. So, I, oh, love that's them. true, I suppose. But uh, the same mini games pop up, but these are now random encounters. So, you're walking around a big map, and then a boss turns up or a bad guy turns up. you got to play him at that game. You beat that game, you get experience, level up, you get extra lives. The aim is to collect the five philosopher's stones that are dotted around the map, so you got to find them, they're hidden in monuments. Um, you look at those monuments, beat the villager at that monument, then you get the stone. Collect all five, you go beat the king, smash his pedestal, smash his helmet, and then the girl is yours. Again. All right. Then um, that's hard work, again, if you don't speak Japanese, because you talk to people and you don't know what I'm saying. But I figured out I had, I remembered, rather, I had, I've got a, a gooseneck phone holder so i had that in front of my screen here here for listeners you can doesn't really work on radio is it um mm-hmm. <laughs> the screen in front of me on my gooseneck holder with google translate so every time it popped up with someone talking it was translating it live on my phone i ah like, oh, i can see oh, i can right, see what to yeah, do now that's... um but yeah it was i got bored of it um there's competition and that takes this WarioWare kind of framework and makes it more like Mario Party where essentially you're walking along a big board. Four of you can play uh, at once. Uh, All the spaces on the board are represented by the mini-game that you're going to play. The dice is replaced by a scrolling ticker tape at the top which decides which character moves how many spaces. Each round requires one player to get to a certain number of wins before moving on to the next round and this is where me and Sullivan got stuck on the platform counting people one. Uh, so much so that we were just asking other people on Twitch to help count for us. Because <laughs> we yeah, couldn't Matthew. do it. It, was I was. it, it does do it, fire
1: it. past it at some fucking speed. <laughs>
0: it does. I thought he was driving it, but fucking hell. With that guy from Spain. When, when you've got a count, for,
2: for listeners, so when you've got a count, you're looking in the windows. So it starts off quite simple. There's one person sat by the window, maybe two. Then mm. three, so you can get a one, two, three, but then they start putting five, There's and six stag do on there <laughs> and yeah, do a like, football team <laughs> like in, con, in concurrent windows. So every window's got someone in, you just I can't, I can't even, I can't even I keep like up sure your eyes, bleed. It, never mind counting. <laughs> so, yeah, so we were struggling for absolutely ages. My Must people have been half got an he, hour. He, he, must have been half an hour, and it's like this is this is ridiculous. And we asked the we asked the chat, are we really this thick? <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone else were like, no, hard. <laughs> <is, you> know, <laughs> they were like, no, lost that one. But you have to get that no, one. We, so in the end, we had to get uh, to re- the,
0: reset it. We had to get to three. We had to get to a, a positive three. But if you lose. You go into negative numbers, so I think we went down to negative three, and you sat there like, "I've got to get six in a row now to win, or at least six And then no, more. it just took us forever. Anyway, um, once you do get to the to the defined number for each round, um, you move on to the next one. Whoever gets to the end of the board first has to take on a dragon, which very much it looks very much like a uh, Vector Man. You know that very late Mega Drive game, the green ball dude. Um, and you've got to deflect his fireballs back at him while avoiding his stabby beak face that keeps firing at you. Stabby beak face. Uh, You kill the dragon and a winner is you. Um, Lastly, there's a free mode whereby you can just play any of the mini games if you like, just practice, practice mode. Um, That's about it, there's not really much to it, but uh, is it any good? Well, we'll tell you, but not before our
2: Ultra Interlude. Before you find out, I know you can't wait. I know before you find out what we really thought about puzzle and action, itty-danta, we'll have a look at the culture of January the 13th, 1995. Was it a Friday? I don't know.
1: I'm going to find out for you.
2: You're going to find out? right? Yeah, it's just... Just
1: to see. January the 13th, 1995 was a Friday. So it was a Friday the 13th.
2: Not that that means anything, it's just interesting. Well, as we always do, we'll start with the music, yeah? Yo? Music for you Sick. sick listeners. Singles chart. Dropping five places to number 10 was... Uh, a couple of guys called Zigmund Ambrose Zogli and Zagnatius Hilary Zogli, also known as Zig and Zag, with the absolute bona fide reggae dance classic. <laughs> <laughs> them girls, them girls, they <laughs> all love me. Yeah, love
0: me. Love me. God them girls, them girls, they That was great, that.
2: And listening back to that when I was doing the notes, um, it's. It's it, absolutely nineties, but it's still kinda, it still kind of it kind of bops
0: in a way. I know it's it, like yeah, a jokey. Right. Yeah, I know does it's it, like a piss take. Does it like, slap, comedy song as the youngsters say now? Is yeah. it fire? Fire,
2: yeah. You don't want to set Zig and Zag on fire. You know, Zag they're still going on like on RTE, the Irish Channel. Are they? Um, <laughs> I think they had something as recent of. Of twenty twenty or something, yeah, they're still quite. They weren't, they weren't just they they, aren't, they. they weren't just a big breakfast thing. They were before big breakfast, and then they came on to big breakfast, and then they've continued doing other stuff since. Oh, they're Australian. So, yeah. Oh no, wait, that's someone else. Climbing ten to five, staying on the reggae uh, dance hall tip is Enikimosi with his. Super banger, here comes the odd step. Lyrical dance na na It's funny, there was a period, right, in the 90s, and I don't know why, but we had Chakodemus and players, we had Aswad had a bit of a comeback, they were, oh, baby, I love you, way, cover. Oh, baby, I love you, way, yeah. but done in a reggae style. Were, Every day. I don't know, we, yeah, we had, it just seemed to be a bit of a purple patch for Jamaican-type reggae dancehall music, didn't it? A bit weird. Them girls, and girls, they all got on it. <laughs> they Zig and Zag got
0: on it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was just looking before you go on there, I was just looking at the um, Zig and Zag Wikipedia page, and the guys who created them have also got um another two puppets called Podge and Rodge. And they look like little Irishmen, look like drunk Irishmen. And the proper the full names are Padre Judas O'Leprosy and Roderick Spartacus <laughs> O'Leprosy. <laughs> <laughs> Not leprechaun,
2: leprosy. <laughs> Uh, number one, right? Get ready for this classic. You can see why it reached number one because it's an absolute stone cold classic. Cotton Eye Joe by Redneck. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Do you know, right? It's about a cotton disease, right? I don't know. I think so. I do. But. That this was on an EP that they released called "Inbred with Rednecks."
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I don't think
2: they were playing it entirely serious. Are they sweet I think they're Swedish or Norwegian or Finnish or something like that. Certainly Scandinavian, right? And what the the they I've got about fifteen revolving members, and what they they've almost I think they're the first. The class themselves are the first ever example of a franchise in a pop band so people are in rednecks but they drop in and out of it and they they do it like, in different countries <laughs> like a timeshare it, it's like a call it
1: whatever you want it's shit it is terrible it is it's
2: absolute dog shit
1: I'll tell you what is in my head now you talked talk about that reggae revival though Bad badia bad badia badia badia
2: badia sl2 sl2 on a ragga tip yes yeah, yeah, that's a classic. Right, sorry, I didn't get again. <laughs> I don't know how that would get to number one, but then did steps come along not long after that with that roots doing baby driving me crazy stuff? Right, well, so we'll move on to albums. Are you number one? Did you like that? Did you like it? We're all right, wasn't it? Moving on to albums, right. Number seven, making their first appearance on Pixel Hunt podcast. Really? Definitely maybe by a little-known band called Oasis. Mm.
1: Yes.
0: That was the first album I ever bought. Really? Yeah.
1: That is a good first album I've ever bought. It's an absolutely amazing album from start to finish.
2: I can remember playing it to my dad at the time. So this is... Where are we? Nearly 40 years ago. That can't be right, can it? Nearly 30 years ago. And um, it seemed my dad would have been about our age now it was like I like that mm. it seemed to hark back didn't it, it always went, certainly on that first album to like glam rock and T-Rex and you could see that they were big fans of, of that era mm. and Beatles and stuff they just had, they, they had it all on that first album
1: there's, there's something about that first album and I know what it is now from watching the documentary and it was the first one to use this new compressor that had come out they just gave everything just a more punchy edge, but also it made it louder than any other record that had ever been brought out at that time. So when any song from Definitely Maybe came on in a pub jukebox, immediately stop what you're doing and listened because it was fucking twice as loud as any song that had been on before it. So you couldn't talk anymore. Um, but yeah, and I, once I'd re- when it was pointed out on that documentary that that's what had happened, it was like, oh, it makes fucking so much sense now. And it had such a powerful impact on that album that I think everybody uses that same compressor when they're mastering now. Um, but quite
2: in- it's, uh, it's good. The, quite interesting. At the time, I used to subscribe to Q. No, Q Magazine, remember magazines, right? And after this, they released What's the Story, didn't they? And I think Q gave it two stars out of five What's the Story. Because if you put the two albums together, obviously, time's been kinder and they were wrong, mm-hmm. if you like, if you'd go by the court of public opinion. Um, you can see why you've had this hard edged, rocking album as a debut with one ballad on it, Married with Children. And mm-hmm. then they've gone on Dixie's Dinner. Exactly. like, no, it's not a ballad, is it really? And then they've come along with with this, which is all right, sweet, with Wonderwall, and, and they're like, what's What's this? Where's the edge? Yeah. Where's the swagger?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, it's certainly a statement of intent for a debut album, and it's like, look, this, we're here now, look, fully formed. Yeah, I
1: mean, you could tell, basically, that debut album was a bunch of live bangers. You know, these are all the best songs when we play live. These are all the ones everyone goes nuts over, um, with a couple more thrown in. And then by the time they got to the second one, they were signed too early, I think, Oasis. By the time they got to the second one, you're right, they didn't have to consider the live uh, atmosphere anymore because everybody loved them anyway. They could go up and just fucking fart down a microphone and everyone had screened their head off. But as a result, the, that changed the shape of the songs didn't it because they no longer needed to be getting people up onto a dance floor because they were stood there anyway
2: um lyrical dance
1: floor (laughs) lyrical dance flap yeah um but yeah those first two albums if you if you join them together there's an amazing collection of songs there on them first two and then from there it just dwindles a bit
2: so from one fantastic album to uh, coming at, at, at number three is Steam by A17, which rumour has it they had to shorten the original title from Steaming Pile of Shit just to
0: steam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to say, it's shot for what I would not give him off my piss.
2: But yeah. <laughs> and on, on this album, it's that Stay Another Day song, which is played at Christmas because... The snow in the video it came
1: out at Christmas. Oh, it's yeah. got bells in uh, it.
2: Stay yeah. out. it. absolutely, and it, it, yeah, and the, and the snow in the video. I mean, it's it, the sad story behind that is it, it's it's his brother's suicide that made him write that. So um, yeah, well,
1: so, it, it might have been sad at the time, but he's laughing to every, all the way to bank every <laughs> Christmas. <laughs>
2: Cheers,
1: thing. brother! I can buy another bag now.
2: <laughs> and it had the title track on it uh, called "Steam." Which goes like, steam, Urgh, dun, dun, dun. steam, 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 like that, right? But did you know that uh, Tony Mortimer, the brains, if you, in air quotes, behind E 17, was a pallbearer at one of the crazed funerals?
0: <laughs> Carried <laughs> no, the no, coffin.
2: Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, and Brian Harvey um, famously fell out of his car while was reversing it and run himself over because he'd eaten too many jacky potatoes. No,
0: wasn't he still eating <laughs> it? wasn't he still eating his, so. he's his jacket potato well, while he was trying to get out of the car and then it he dropped no i think it, it i think oh, he like, opened the door oh, to be sick so
2: full of potato oops <laughs> no he'd, op- he'd opened the door he'd opened the door to be sick because he'd had too much jacket okay. potatoes and then fell out and ran over himself
0: <laughs> so i don't buy that yeah, story i've of that, I think that's... You don't buy no, that story? I don't think he's telling the truth. I, well, think
1: it's, I, I, I think it's that That completely moronic that he is. Okay, well... But like one. I say, at least he survived Check off not So...
2: <laughs> and number one, right, is carry on up the charts, the best of The Beautiful South, which has got all the best songs on from what they sung about, like stuff like 36D and Don't Marry Him... Oh, well, that after that, I don't know. It's got songs on it, you know them.
1: Hmm. Um, yeah, it doesn't have that, does it? That's in Bollyume 2, I think. But that is a really, 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 really good album. I listen to Beautiful South every now and then, still now, and every time I put them back on, I'm like, oh, yeah, these are really good.
2: Yeah, Sail This Ship Alone and Little Time. Old Red Eyes. Song for Whoever. Uh, and that, that's your albums, right? So moving on to films, moving on to films in our cultural interlude, you, again, I'll give you some clues, play along at home, see if you can work this out. Um, number 10, I'll have to do it in the, the style of of the film, right? Number 10, what's this? What's this? A good Tim Burton film at Christmas. It's true. Before your films got tried. <laughs> uh, nightmare the before
1: nightmare Christmas.
2: before Christmas. Yes, well, it's such a fantastic film.
1: It is. It is, but
2: it's not Coraline, is it? <laughs> well, no. These <laughs> um these cryptic tips come from Twitter, uh, Twitter account called Top Film Tip, which is worth following if you're in the UK. It, it sends out updates at ten in the morning, and it. Uh, 6 or 7 o'clock at night of all the films that are, that are on free to view UK telly or certainly highlights that are on. So if you ever think, oh, I might fancy a film today, that account. And so I have alerts come through so I know what films are on every day. Anyway, that's, about, that, that's where it comes from. So number two, number two, get this. Dead flatmate disposing frivolous friends endure murderous dissent in Danny Boyle's crepitous tale of greed and paranoia. Shallow, Shallow Grave. Grave, yeah. I've never seen Shallow Grave, it's good. Well, you, you
0: know what
1: you're doing after this, I've then seen, don't I've you? Seen that.
0: It's a film I've seen. Wow, no one was, seen.
1: very, very good. Obviously, that's you and McGregor's first film, that is it? Oh, certainly first, it early big role. Yeah.
2: It's before Train yeah. Spotting, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, so um, yeah. but yeah, Eccleston in that is fucking mint it's a great film I'm gonna, a really i to keep meaning to film. watch it and what's I, his I keep, name
2: um
1: keith uh, allen. keith allen he's fucking brilliant in it as well um, keep meaning yeah, to
2: watch it i don't know if it's on any streaming service or anything at the minute or some hooky thing just no not enough time in day, is it? it's his, too busy recording podcasts every six weeks
0: it's your mcgregor's second uh second credited film after being human
1: Right, I don't, I don't think I've seen being human. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Danny Boyle's really, really good anyway, isn't he? But he's, that's just as good as everything else he's done.
2: OK, number one, get this, slam your ears against this. Egyptolo- Egyptologist, space marines wormhole across the galaxy to discover aggressive aliens in geek universe spawning desert sci-fi. Is this Stargate? Stargate? Yeah, well done. Well don't you chicken monkeys. I've not seen that either. No, me neither.
1: It's got that androgynous person from Crying Game in it, hasn't it, as an Egyptian pharaoh? Ah.
2: Well, there you go. There's your films. There's I your films. can pause oh.
1: for a minute on Stargate. How good was okay. Stargate? I don't know. Not I've mean. not seen it. You fucking what? Right. You both need to watch that. It's really good. I mean, I don't know what the series that followed it is like. I'm assuming a pile of shit. Um, but the original Stargate film is really, really good.
0: There was a didn't it spawn so, a TV series, Atlantis?
1: More than one was it? So there was yeah. Stargate, Stargate SG One, Stargate Atlantis. Yeah. So it's quite it spawned lots of TV series. Uh-huh. Um
2: And I think they're. Quite well regarded as well, aren't they? By all I don't accounts. know. I
1: don't know. I have no idea. Like I said, I've never really, I've never really watched them because I thought all they're going to do is ruin my memory of the film. But uh, I love the film. I think it's great. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. So that's that. Um, has it got? Tim, it hasn't got Tim Curry in it. Every film should have Tim Curry in it, but it, and sadly they don't. Uh,
1: <laughs> James Spader. It is. That's
2: the one. I know, I don't get Very similar to Fucking, how, how far apart
1: are them two people? I, I for you to back. confuse we, we, Oh, has it I'll, got no, Erythra no, no, no. Flankrillion in no. it? No, no, it's no, James Mark. Spader.
2: <laughs> no, I weren't confusing the two. I just thought he might have been in it. James Spader's a <laughs> ginger man, isn't he? Okay. I'd, yeah. For some reason, I did he made that he may be in it. But yeah, it's Kurt Russell, that's it. And I'm not confusing him <laughs> with
1: his <thoughts. laughs> I'm going to say you're fucking making shit worse now.
2: <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to... what we, we are a gaming podcast, so let's crack on. Uh, what games were out in the 13th of January, 1995? So on the 13th of January, CMVG issue 158 was on the shelves in... World <laughs> War! Wow. That that was Woolworths, just in case you were confused.
0: You might, you might struggle with Except, the levels for that bit. Yeah. It's gonna, okay. I'll have to send
2: it off for mastering to someone. I'll see what Brian Eno's doing. He'll just come through us. On the shelves in. So you could tell, right, from this edition of uh, CMVG, we we're blasting into the next gen because... Very little 8 bits, but as expected in 95, but certainly we're pushing now into console domineering era. Mm. Um, so, first up, I'm surprised at how much <coughs> this machine got covered actually in this, this issue. But first up is to give it some full tile Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo X Grandmaster Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo X on the 3DO. 3DO gets a lot in here, and I had to I had to actually, to give some kind of balance, I had to take a few 3 do because obviously we don't cover all the reviews in these magazines, but I had to take some of the 3DOs. It's like another one, getting high scores. So either someone would take it back and at CMVG to really flog these Panasonic 3DOs, or they just had a great raft of games and they never... I've never played. I think I might have played one at like Play or Retro uh, Revival or somewhere no. like that.
1: I did play a 3DO to death because when I was with Tammy, her brother Wayne had one. Um, So I used to play it a lot when I went over to her house and I remember it fondly as one of my favourite gaming machines. Um, For the Street Fighter, there was an amazing Star Wars game on it. There were a couple of other, I think Gex, I played first on that as well. Um, I, I remember it really, really fondly as being an amazing machine
2: this was kind of i was just about um heading up this was kind of my gaming desert at this point um girls in university uh, university was just around the corner and girls were were go so i just like i was the same for
1: me i think, i think this is the stage where i didn't own a console of my own um mm or I wasn't really I, I think I might have bought a PC but I was mainly using it for design or music or I wasn't using it for gaming and like I say I think my g- only gaming outlet really was he had a Mega Drive and a 3DO and it was, I played I played the 3DO
2: yeah I did, well I had the SNES still but I don't think it got used I think I might have give it to our Daniel and I had a PC but mainly for college work and yeah. not a lot of games I had a handful of games from the PC but that was it really because, because girls and beer mm. uh, so they give this 94 right on the for 3DO so. um, they, they, they seem to suggest here in the reviews that the game shifts faster than the arcade machine in top whack and features all new moves, characters and features not present in, in any other home Street Fighter conversion so if they're right on that, that's interesting isn't it basically, as if you couldn't guess this is the absolute freaking brilliant if you've got a 3DO, you've got to have this. It's as simple as that. It's a Radiant Automatic.
0: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. So yeah, impressed with that. Now, on the Mega CD, from the mind of Hideo Kojima, oh so some, some guy who, who's done some games, come Metal Gear Solid, some, I don't know if you've ever played them or heard of them, and like Death, Death Stranding. and they, that, I think they're quite popular somewhere. Just a little under-the-radar gaming it, series.
1: It's just always that that bit of playing one of his games where you think, can I really be fucking arsed with this? But uh, Once <laughs> well, you get into the gameplay of them, they're actually quite good.
2: <laughs> you might think the same about this. This is well-regarded, highly regarded. Big favourite. I've never, sadly, I'll hand my gamer card now, I've never played this. But it, it's Snatcher on the Mega CD and they give it 90. And it's... I know that people love it. Um, I've never played it, but it's very much like a precursor to the visual games that you're getting now with your um, immortality and you know all those games you like. She, what she said, or whatever. You know the video games that are quite yeah. popular at I the minute. Mean, what? What's called? I said video games. Oh, them video games. Them games with the FMV in it. What are they called? Yes. That? Come on, tell They're me.
1: They're just called FMV games, aren't
2: they? Yeah. Her yeah, story, a,
1: a, telling lies, her, that kind of thing. That's
2: it. Yeah, her story isn't telling lies, yeah. For some reason, I always want to say Gone Home, which is not an FMV game. Um, But this is a cyberpunk visual story, RPG, novelty type thing, yeah. And, yeah, uh, it's supposed to be fantastic, but one I've never played. Um, But according to Radion Automatic again, who seems to be on full-time review, Dewey, uh, Snatcher might have the plot of a weirdo 80s science fiction B-movie, but it's also one of the most compelling role-playing games to reach a console in a while. Clever, well put together, atmospheric, and sometimes genuinely funny, Snatcher makes for an engrossing game. The shooting sections aren't so hot, however, so it's likely that blasting fans will be doubtfully be disappointed, and the graphics look a bit dated, because they're kind of comic graphics, but it's got full mm. speech on it, and job lot, because it would have been on the Mega CD. Um, but If you've got an attention span longer than three minutes, you should rightly enjoy Snatcher. So, yeah, play that, Mark. You'd like it, I reckon.
1: Uh, It does look Uh, like something I would like, yes.
2: Back on the beat-em-up front, on the 1v1 fighter, on the 3DO again, back to the 3DO Samurai Showdown, you know, the Neo Geo arcade uh, classic, which I've never really spent time with. That's not to say I don't get on with it. I've just... samurai samurai showdown um fatal fury king of fighters Although, those, those lot ones. the ones that aren't street fire out fighting yeah the ones that aren't street Fighter, i've never really spent much time with because i slavishly was like it's only street fighter 2 isn't it? yeah something even mortal kombat got put to the side eventually
0: there eventually only tekken i think that i really spent any time with
2: yeah but that's the play that well that's playstation I oh didn't yeah that by yeah, the that time I'm just yeah but, still i mean they're they're impressed with this 91 uh mark patterson not radian automatic unless that's his real name uh says it's good to see that finally justice has been done to one of the best beat em ups ever so i don't know if that's hyperbole or i mean, this Probably got some listeners going, Samurai that it's brilliant, you don't know what you're talking about But it's a game I've never really spent any time on, so I don't, I don't know This is a perfect conversion of the SNK coin up With plenty of options, a good control system and no gremlins If you're sick of Street Fighter, this is a game to play I say a man who is sick of Street Fighter is a man who is sick of living
1: See in the new one Looks fucking Six. well tasty,
2: doesn't it? It looks good, doesn't it? It looks really good, yeah. And I'm not. I got four for the Xbox 360, and got a stick, and I thought, yeah, I'm gonna get back into this. And then I played Simon Nicolau, Games Master Simon Nicolau, over online. He just handed me. His, well, he's brilliant at it, anyway. He just handed his ass to me, and I'm like, handed my ass. But you know, did, did he yeah. put his ass on me? I don't know. <laughs> and I was just like, I can't. There's a level. I'm competent just yeah, say yeah
1: same here uh, I'm, I'm competent I could but these people that can play it properly can go suck a fucking donkey dick
2: <laughs> it's it's crazy isn't it right and still on the 3DO the first ever appearance and this is where it's all started Need for Speed Ooh. Need for Speed getting 91 and this was the platform it started on it was then ported over to MS-DOS PC platforms whatever and then now we've got I think if you look at the list of Need for Speed games on Wikipedia I think you've got about 500 something like that not far off that's an estimate but the list is like and this I, first I, I one though, was in.
1: somewhere else i'm trying to remember what the hook was with it
0: a lot of them were trash you could you could drive from yes. inside the car as well couldn't you that was that was something new of be have a fully modeled interior yeah, can you only drive inside
2: the car on this first one, I think? No,
1: I don't think so. Let me just, um, oh, okay. let me just have a quick Google of it, because like I said, I definitely played this, and I definitely liked it. <laughs> um,
2: but uh, Mark Patterson, again, there's only two people working at CNVG this month. On seeing this game, someone who saw remain nameless reckoned Need for Speed would benefit from <laughs> copped chasers and machine guns, which is where it nearly went in the end anyway. No, it did. Um, it helped like help yeah. see yeah, and most wanted. Suit, did
1: it? Yeah, they, yeah.
2: It's no Sunday drive down the shops so though. Each of the eight high-performance motors offers a different challenge. I loved every minute of this game. Says so Matt Patterson scoring ninety-three.
0: A right. I went through a phase of just swallowing up every Need for Speed game because I thought they were all great. Need for Speed, Need for Speed Two, Three, Hot Pursuit. Uh I didn't. I didn't go for the Porsches because I'm not a fan of Porsches. But uh, I just took them all on and then. They just got stupid. <laughs> they just, oh, I can't play these anymore. Yeah, I, I played Need for
2: Speed. Is it Underground, which has got the graffiti with the RX yeah, seven and RX yeah.
0: eight on the cover.
2: I got that one, and I thought, oh, it's all a bit, yeah, bro, we're street racing. And I thought, oh. and then I got the one that's that was done by Criterion, which is Most Wanted. The fir- the, the second really one that they called most, really wanted. <laughs> Cause yeah. they, they most Wanted, because they had the Most Wanted. And then where did you it with, The
0: 2012 did it.
2: Most Wanted. Yeah. Maybe, yes. In fact, yes, 2012 Most Wanted. It's the one yeah. that's basically burnout with cops. Yeah. Yes, the, and that's re- that's really good.
0: That. I think the one you were talking about with the graffiti art on the front is the first Most Wanted that had a, a BMW M3 yes. on, on the front of it. Um, that, was, that was great. That was the first Xbox 360 game I owned, I think.
2: Very much. Um, we've seen Fast and Furious. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, but yeah. I think, I think
1: they were really good with the, the Need for Speeds. Then they went really shit, and then they bought Criterion. Criterion brought out Hot Pursuit, and they killed off Burnout, which I'll never forgive them for. And they need to bring it back. And someone please make Burnout because it's really important that Burnout gets made. Um, and um, then. They started giving it to all sorts of weird studios. So there were that one that were made by the Battlefront guys, I think. That was almost like a had like movie elements running through it. Um, that was actually quite good once you got into it. So it was a proper storyline game with car chasers and races mingled into a narrative flow. That was that quite good. And then, like I say, you had a load of shit ones. Uh, then there were another one Criterion did that was an open world one. That were pretty good, and then they brought out Need for Speed Rivals, and I couldn't play it because there's a point where I had two kids, and you couldn't pause it, right? Not only could you not pause the fucking thing, if you pulled over to the side of the road safely and went, "Okay, I'm just gonna go like change a nappy or whatever," you came back, you'd been arrested. Like, what the
2: fuck <laughs> for? I'm parked for changing a nappy badly so
1: I, I ended up just falling out with it and then I fell out with Need for Speed just entirely after that and now Need for Speed can fuck off
0: um, have you played Heat? Uh,
1: yeah I, I I have played Heat because um, uh, it was free on the thing and actually that's alright
0: <laughs> it can fuck off but that one's alright
1: <laughs> it were alright right. I didn't stick with it because it's Need for Speed yeah. so like principally I, I played it and went yeah okay I'll, I'll give you that one but I'm still not playing it <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you want to look at the charts yeah let's see what yeah. games are in the charts right so I'll go backwards at number 10 Earthworm Jim on the Mega Drive which we've covered under letter E yes, that we thoroughly enjoyed even now yeah time's been kind to Earthworm Jim yes. number 9 Street Racer on the SNES which is basically Mario Kart with um, Street Fighter characters mm. <laughs> uh, Mega Bomber Man at 8 on the Mega Drive um how that. oh, oh. There's Ecstatica on the PC from Cygnosis, which I can't, I don't, that doesn't ring a bell. There's some football glory on the Amiga, that sounds generic as anything, doesn't it? Yeah. Micro Machines 2 on the Mega Drive, which again is a fantastic oh, entry. Yeah, that is great, isn't it? And then here, I can't remember this being as popular as, as, and I know it is now, but at number four, Secret Manor on the SNES, which I've got up there on the shelf, the American version, I remember it. it's well coveted now and a lot of people want it, but I can't remember ever seeing it in, like, in the, I didn't realise it made it into, like, the top, I, like, number I, four in the chart. I never
1: played it because I didn't have a SNES, but I, I do remember its popularity. Yeah.
2: Uh, PGA Golf 3. So this is how early it is in PGA. <laughs> PGA Golf 3 on the Mega Drive. Uh, number two, absolute bona fide, stone cold, classic, Donkey Kong Country on SNES. God,
1: it is still remarkable what they managed to squeeze out of a snares there with yeah, that in
2: yeah. it. It's yeah, fucking they, were, they were good. They were good, rare. I mean, this is rare's purple, but I mean, they've always been good, but this were a real purple patch with them on table. anymore,
1: it? I've been fucking shite ever since Viva Pinata.
2: <laughs> I hope you're not listening. Right, well, right. I hope they
1: are pull your finger out do something good you fucking wanksters.
2: <laughs> and at number one <laughs> which I think this was probably the second entry in it is um, FIFA FIFA Soccer 95 I think that <laughs> was the second Soccer. one FIFA it? yeah it was <laughs> yes it is <was laughs> because it does actually say here in the charts whilst it's not a radical departure from the first game <laughs> a theme which will continue for the next 30 <laughs> years. <Bloody> <laughs> um, FIFA 95 looks set to hold the number one slot, just like the last one. Forever. Just like the last game did. It's outselling. This is, me.
1: This is me making a new FIFA game. You read it. Control C. Control V. <laughs> yeah. Control C.
2: Well, they've lost the right this option. is going to be interesting okay. now. they not calling FIFA. I'm, yeah, they've, 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 yeah, they've either they've lost it or they've chosen not to pay the amount of money for FIFA for the licence. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see where they go because obviously Konami have struggled to do anything without a licence for a lot of years, even though mm. at the core of it, at the time, Pro Evo was the better game. I, I, I so, would
1: like to see somebody else grab it and, and take it. It and just costs even.
2: so much, though they just cost so much to keep to keep it. Would, so they kind would, of had to... You would think, though,
1: rather than just like... You would think they'd just go for royalties, royalties, rather than some fixed cost. Or you mm, can have it I, for this much. It's a fucking stupid business model. What about you FIFA? What do organiser? I know?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I bet FIFA, the organisation, were just going, well, we know you sell millions, so you can pay for the licence, and it's, I, don't, I don't know why... I've not yeah. looked into it because, to be honest, I've not played a FIFA game or a Pro Evo in about fifteen years because I've got no mates to sit on the next next to. So for with me, with a hangover, which is the if only I time have, I ever played any football games.
1: If I were FIFA, I'd just be licensing it out to every single person who wanted that information and just taking a profit split of every single one of them. Like, Fucking let's yeah. have five million football games and flooding the market. Who gives a shit if they've all got the right players' names in them?
2: Yeah. Yeah, boy. Well, that's that's a cultural interlude. You two and listeners, all four of you. That, That's that's all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you're listening. I know. In fact, I'm saying that because we've been away so long, we've had we have actually had people going. When's the new podcast out? <laughs> so, like, yeah, I know. Getting us all in, getting stopping us getting us all in one room has been a pain. Mm. But yes, it's coming. It will be certainly in the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, that's nice, isn't it? People actually want to know when we're doing this
0: crap.
1: Yeah, thanks, guys. That's uh, like, nice to know.
0: They didn't, when you start answering, they didn't just go, dark air. <laughs> just over the top of you. <laughs> When's the next one out? Oh, it's come at dark hair. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: sounds like something I would do. <laughs> Where's the soul gone? He's uh, gone. He's gone for a shit. Is he on call? FIFA 95, uh, FIFA 95. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> FIFA 95 <laughs> for the Mega Drive. I think I picked it up at a car boot or something, but I don't even think I've ever tried to play In it. In
0: the old FIFAs, if you got a yellow card or a red card, like if you foul the keeper, you usually get a red card and you can run away from the referee. <laughs> and if you keep running and they don't <laughs> catch you, you never get sent off. But the game doesn't go any further. You just run around the pitch for ages with the referee chasing <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> that's better than the actual game yeah <laughs>
1: do
0: you want a fun fact nah yeah go on well you yeah. get one anyway
2: sit down and strap in his facts are like a slap it's coming at you so so fast it's Dan's fun fact in 2002
0: Wow! Entertainment developed and released a Java app in Japan for J-phone mobile phones, enabling the download of games from the series. The service began on eighteenth of September two thousand and two. Games could be purchased on a pay-as-you-go or a monthly basis. So, what?
2: Okay. So, what if you've only? Well, one can only imagine that 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 it comes bundled with a few. <laughs> no, you can buy. No, you can buy individual
0: ones. I've looked into it. You could buy just single mini games. You just buy the mini games that you want, or you could pay a monthly fee and you could play them all, as much as you wanted. Ah, uh, well, it it's your damn that. And as well, when whilst I was looking for something interesting, do you want the most average statistic of the week?
1: Yeah, go on then. (laughs) In
0: Japan, Game Machine listed Puzzle and Action Itchidant art on their August August fifteenth, nineteen ninety four issue as being the seventh most successful table arcade unit of the month. Nice. (laughs) Wow, seventh. I've I've
2: I've got a fun fact. You can buy it on the Nintendo Switch for five ninety nine. It's
0: everywhere. It's been ported to loads of stuff.
1: Well, I think it's definitely worth five ninety nine.
0: Oh, don't give it away. Well, it's started now, so carry on, Matt. What do you think of it? What What is your your verdict? Uh, No,
1: it's fun. In the same way that, like, Wario is fun. It's better than the sum of its parts. So, you know, yeah, it's simple. Yeah, it's basic. But it just fucking makes you smile. And what more do you want from a game than for it to be fun and make you smile? It's serving its primary function. So, yeah, it's not technically brilliant. The graphics are not brilliant. The sound isn't amazing. Well, there's no storyline really to speak of, um, even though they tried to string a bit of something together, but it never stops being fun. So, and even when it's frustrating, it's funny. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Um, I, I, as far as I'm concerned, it's just f- fucking brilliant. So it's what
2: you want from a game. It has that wacky Japanese sense of humour, and it, doesn't it? Which is, which mm. kind of elevates so like you say, like WarioWare does. Our rhythm. It, it fits in again. that same
1: kind of mould for me, as if I'm thinking about like uh, modern games, like Ultimate Chicken Horse and Yama, Yama and um, Overcooked and you know. Ishi-bashi. It's got that evokes those kinds of feelings when you're playing it's it. It's
0: kind of a couch party game, isn't it? Because you, you can have yeah. four people in one of the yeah. modes, and then yeah. and you can you can get frustrated by it. But it's funny, and it's funny that you're bad at it somehow. It's, yeah. it's one of those yeah. games where you don't get annoyed at being bad at it. You just you just laugh at how bad you are at it.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you think back to us at that age, um, so we'd just left school, just starting university, through college-y kind of time. Um, If you'd have had that game, every single time you got back from a pub, that would have been on, and everyone would have been playing it, and everyone would have been having a laugh. Fucking week in, week out. uh, That is what everyone would have been playing. Because I I remember, maybe shortly after this point, there were a really shit game called Fusion Frenzy on the Xbox. Yeah, Um, Mm. But... We played that non-stop for the same reason. Yes, it was basic. Yes, the graphics were shit, but it was amazing when the Euphoria, uh sat playing it.
0: Fusion, Fusion Frenzy is still there. It's in Game Pass. Yeah, it's still compatible. on Game Pass. and yeah, it, plays that yeah. original Xbox game plays on your Xbox Series X and probably on PC as yeah. well. Uh,
1: but yeah, there was that and Kung Fu Chaos, and uh, there, there were a couple of others. You know, so when when these sort of couch. Competitive or couch co-ops are done right. They're just there's just something joyful about playing them, isn't there? They don't yeah. they don't need to be amazing. They just need to be easy enough so that even your mate who's not a gamer can dive in and have a go. Um, you know, or your grand can pick up a controller at Christmas and have a go, and is that any, anybody then can play them and enjoy them? And you enjoy them as a gamer just because you're a gamer. But you, but these are games that non-gamers will play and and actually like. And that's what the right Wii to, nailed,
0: didn't it? The Wii made yes, this, a, anyone could play anything, and and yeah. and they ended up making a lot of games of this type. Ilk, yeah. Right up
2: to now, would you think like Fall Guys. And yeah, uh, well that's the one with the is it human ball flat, is it where you yeah. Know yeah. is it, yeah? Yeah, um, where they're dangling around and gang
1: beasts and like gang, I, I, said, it, I was thinking uh, of gang beasts, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, this they're, they're still all good, aren't they? Worms, you know, even if it fits into these kind of categories, don't they? Moving
0: out, We you played that, the um Yeah, that's the one that's like out.
1: overcooked but a house. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah.
1: So Ultimate Chicken Arse though. Ultimate chicken house. I've mentioned it on this pod. Times before, that's the best. The, the nothing does this better than that. No two games are the same. It's different every single time you play it because you create the way the Ultimate Chicken Horse works. Sorry, I'm derailing it a bit, but everyone should play this. Basically, it's an empty level. Think Super Meat Boy, but empty. And when it's your turn, you get given some items to drop on the map. There's a start and a finish. So you can create platforms or traps or things that are going to kill people. Now, if all of you get to the end, it considers it too easy and nobody gets any points. If nobody gets to the end, then obviously nobody gets any points. So he's designing a course between you that's so hard that that person can't do it, but you can still get to the end. And it's, uh, but then you've got the strategy of you can blow up some of their pieces or you can drop coins in certain places to get more money. So effectively, you're just constantly creating different levels as you go along. And like you can see some people's faces when they're picking the pieces that they're going to use and you're going, you absolute knob <laughs> It is proper, proper funny. <laughs> But yes, definitely check that out. I think it's only a fiver or something. Everyone should buy that. It's brilliant. Cool. Uh, so yes, in short, that was my review. Is yes, very good, as good as all that kind of stuff. So what are you in it? I think a nine. Whoa! Wow. You have enjoyed it. I think it- that um, I only had a couple of hours, so I could have got maybe potentially got bored of it if I'd have played it for longer. Um, but. I, I think, uh, for me, this is the most fun game that I've played since the one very early on, the endurance boat uh, thing, right? Yeah. Th- at the yeah. very beginning, that I really, really thought were fun and Sol really didn't like. I liked it as the, well. This, yeah, this for me is probably the one that I've thought is the most fun since then.
2: Oh, right, okay. I... I, I will echo everything you've kind of said because it is just it's just fun, isn't it? Like WarioWare is. Um, yeah. I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it... 7, I think. I think 7. I think seven's is it's, it's good. It's really good. Um, I, I was between 7 and 8, but it, it, it's certainly entertaining. It's fun. It's not a game you want to play on your own. So I've played it on my own. Even the arcade version, you're like, Right, okay. It's only when we used um, RetroArch. There's an emulator in Steam called RetroArch, and if you get the the, the ROM for this, you can actually do netplay. You share your IP address with someone and a password, and then you can connect over the web. So me, that's how me and Daniel streamed it uh, on the Twitch channel, by doing a net netplay on it. And as soon as you play it with someone else, as you've just said, anyway, it just elevates it completely because... There's just that chaos from these party games where it's like it's like most things that um, point blank does it as well. Is it that's essentially a party yeah. game with guns um, yeah. where where you know that time's against you. Not only is time against you because you're trying to work out what you've got to do. Time's against you because you've got to beat who you're playing because you want to get that winning point because it, I don't, I, you probably did mention in the opening section where you've got to get so many the first one to get four points or whatever wins that stage, don't they? So all this chaos is there time-pressured chaos competitive chaos and the games are, are daft and funny that it's just it's just a big bag of fun, isn't it? Um, but I don't know it's just something maybe I'm being a bit snobbish maybe I feel I can't give a game like this 8 or 9. I don't know.
1: I think you are. I think think you're caving into, oh, graphics aren't that good, and sound's not that good, but who gives a fucking shit? You know, if you look at a game like N++, the graphics and sound on that are shit. It's still a 10 out of 10.
2: No, I don't don't think I'm pulling it down for that. I'm just pulling it down. I think think its simplicity can't is not elevated, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe its simplicity is its charm, but seven's still a respectable score anyway, I think. Uh, But it, it certainly... It's nice to see because obviously it's arcade conversion, but it's nice to see that Sega have gone the extra extra mile and put those two extra modes I'm in going the RPG. To say that, uh,
1: this is the other thing. There's a generosity with the content there that they didn't have to do. You yes, know, so, yeah. Um, you know, because we spoke before, There's been lots of conversions where the opposite has happened. It's like it's an arcade machine. And it's less of a game than. Then they wouldn't, it should never be less of a game <laughs> you know mm. bringing it up there should always be more, more to it um, and yeah th- those extra modes and the, like the practice mode and things like that they're, they're all they didn't have to
2: do that no, no, there is a lot of content actually, yeah. So the, the, there's an RPG. The RPG section is yeah. just like Final Fantasy. You're going from town to town. And instead of random battles with a bunch of the goblins or whatever, the random battle is, is a mini game. <laughs> yeah. So we had no idea what they were doing in the story. And and the board game section, the competitive board game adventure type section, the Quest, I think they called it, didn't they? Hmm. Oh, no, Quest is the RPG. the they called it. Petition, yes, or at least it's Google called Translate. Called it yeah, Google Google it's Translate called life. it competition. Yeah. So uh, I'd be interested. I wonder if you get all that content when you buy the Switch version. Because if you do, that's a it. That's for yeah. five ninety nine. That's a. It's a full on. It's a full on. Life. Sorry. Pay. All right. I've caved. I'll upgrade it to an eight. Caved. <laughs> because because there is there is you know yeah, there, there's a lot of content there and, and it is a bag of fun isn't it. And uh, we got a good. Two hours out of it and a, and a handful of beers yeah. and whiskey or rum or it, whatever. It
0: didn't feel like we were, it didn't feel like a char. Even after two hours, you weren't like, oh, we're having to keep playing it. It, it was, it was just, oh, is that two hours? It got late, you know, just, I think. Shit, yeah, it got late, didn't it? Yeah. So, uh, so we wrapped it up. So I, I'm pretty much what you guys just said. I was going to make a point about the extra boards and it's good that they'll put those in. Um, I can't speak Japanese, but it would be harsh for me to score it lower because it's in a different language. But um so I won't do that. The I, I I'm with Mark. It's a nine for me, is this? The only the only thing that lets it down is even though they've got the extra modes in it, you know, you're not gonna play it on your own. You're just not it's not No, it's not no played it for it about ten. You're not gonna play Mario Party
2: on, on your own, are you?
0: Yeah. No, no, you know, you're no. 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 But, but
1: yeah, good. I mean if it had if it had a more warrior wary single player version, then it'd definitely be a ten, wouldn't it? You know, something where 'cause because that you, you you do play on your own and it is perfectly fun to constantly play it on your own. Mm. But yeah, it is missing that.
0: So I mean, that's gotta be up there as one of our if not if not our highest scoring game. Of I think it might be. I think it the, might the, be.
1: Only Nuts and Milk might be giving that a run for its money, I think.
2: If I update the, the, the scoreboard, then we'll, we'll see. What is that, 26? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, if, if you ever update the scoreboard. But yeah, what did Nuts and Milk get? That'll still be on there, won't it? Because I think that it's was the highest
2: scoring. Yeah, but, it's certainly the highest scoring Mega Drive game, I'd say. Although well, I know we fought highly of Earthworm Jim, didn't we? But, but yeah, I Yeah, it's, but not uh, this high it's
0: good it's good yeah it's nuts, good. And it's good, got, nuts and milk got nuts uh, and milk got 25 in total euphoria the saga that got the highest score of the nez era with 26.5 yeah, that was good, that. so you gave it eight yeah. and a half so it's not our highest game scoring game ever it's our second highest scoring, highest scoring it game ties game. with earthworm jim mm which Sol gave an eight and me and Mark gave nines to... And Jungle Strike, where right? oh, Sol okay. gave an eight and me and Mark gave nines to... There's a pattern here. Yeah, I want more. Yeah, yeah. I want more. Tight, yeah. tight bastard.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tight point bastard, yeah. God, they're not costing <laughs> you oh, anything, could we, these what, points. What could
0: we have been
2: playing? Give them away.
1: Yeah, you're not financing them. Let loose, enjoy yourself. <laughs>
2: We're in recession. We're in A right? <laughs> Point
1: recession.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: dear. Ooh, on a on a gaming thing, um, I just wanted to bring this up on this. Um, have you seen the trailer for the Silent Hill 2 remake?
0: No. Oh, I've never played God Silent Hill God. games.
1: Oh, my God. I mean, Silent Hill games, I like them all anyway. Silent Hill 2 in particular... Stands out as probably the best horror game that's there's ever been made. Um, this uh, Dead Space could jostle for that title as well, uh, but this remake of uh, Silent Hill Two looks fucking divine. Of the remade Silent so, Hill yeah. One? No, um, so Silent Hill Two really. If you're gonna if you're gonna like do a remaster, you pick the best one, don't you? And Silent Hill Two is really is the best one. Uh, but yes, definitely check out the trailer for that, and then uh, let me know what you thunk next time.
0: Cool. Well, before we go and bother randomizers Dad, <clears throat> let's see what else we could have been playing. And do you know what? Letter P is jam-packed, full of things we could have played. Good. Like I've gone through the list, and I thought I won't put everything in. I nearly have because they all Cause look like mini games. <laughs> Right. Pack Attack. So they're not taking the P. No, they're not. There's plenty to pick from. Pack Attack. Uh, have you ever played that? Looks a bit like Tetris, but when you nah. when they, when you're dropping the shapes in, some of them have got ghosts in, and then you can drop a you can drop a Pac Man in, and then it eats through the chain of ghosts that you've done, and then ah, and then right. all the blocks okay. fall into shape, and then when you make a line, they go away like Tetris. That looks good. Pac Man Two: The New Adventures. That's a point and click game set in a Pac-Man world like Pac-Man's got a wife and kids and he goes off it. it's weird I've never seen it before I heard of it I don't know how but uh, that looks weird um uh, I mentioned Pac-Mania because we know it from the NES, don't we? We did that at the Li- World 1 episode 16 for what we thought of Pac-Mania and for the origin of Mark's Woolworths. <laughs> <laughs> there was um, Pagemaster, the tying with the Macaulay Culkin movie. It's, yeah. Panorama Cotton. Yeah. That's a that real. rail It's shooter. a
1: really wide material.
0: <laughs> it's uh it looks like a, it's like space harrier style but you're controlling a witch on a broom it looks quite there's a there's a, there's that a series sounds of them. Is. I'm gonna yeah.
1: Google that. it looks
0: really good as well um it's been interesting if we'd have got that one but unfortunately not pete sampras tennis i only mentioned that one because um it was one of those with the j cart cartridges that had the controller ports built into the cartridge so you didn't need a you didn't need an extra multi-tap you just plugged it straight like into micro the, machines micro machines yep um, there was God knows how many PGA golfs weren't the other Mega Drive and Fantasy Stars, Pit Fighter rubbish in it. Pit
2: Fighter, yeah, yeah. You said I had to include all games, so you didn't have to include that. No, no. only
0: only for us to point and laugh at it. Exactly, That's it's Shit worth it's not worthy for that, isn't it? Primal Rage, I liked that when I was a kid. It's all that right, was rare. yeah, rare, again. yeah, rare, rare again, wasn't it? Yeah, um, Felios. Something I've never heard of before—a mm. a vertical, Namco. yeah, a vertical scrolling shooter, loosely based on on Greek mythology. You end up fighting Medusa and lots of other Greek things. It, have you played it before? Never heard of it. Mm. Yeah, I always I've remember it being on. It. Yeah, I always remember it being on the shelves
2: in Microbyte in Wakefield as an import game. Yeah, it's, it's worth checking out. That's good. There's a lot of shooters on the Mega Drive they are good. They, they're all, it's a competent platform for shooters. It is.
0: Prince of Persia. Great belter, Populous. Uh, I never got into these belter. types of
1: games. Populous and I did, and Powermonger.
0: Powermonger as well.
2: Populous on the Mega Drive was the first place I ever played Populous because I didn't have an Amiga like Mart did. Um,
1: yeah, the, I really liked those type of games. I think of that sort of era, Megalomania. There was one called Megalomania, Megalomania that was yeah. my favorite. Yeah. That was my favorite of that type.
0: Do you remember Pugsy? The orange the space like, up looking thing. Yeah, l- yeah, like it'd been pulled by his top of his head and stretched up. Yeah. It looked like a gonad. <laughs> Weird looking thing, wasn't it? Uh, made uh, developed by Traveller's Tales. You know your Lego um oh, right, Lego yeah, Star Wars and Lego yeah. Indiana Jones and Lego Batman and Lego Holly oh, really? Potter Lego hobbit and lego everything yeah
1: he does look like a bollock with bollocks on his head
0: <laughs> it does doesn't it yeah. i don't know where yeah, they're like going with bollocking it i don't know if they were ever trying to yeah. introduce a new uh and a <laughs> a new... <laughs> i'd
1: love it if that were his first name we've come up with a game guys it's called bollockhead <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think
1: we might we might need to adjust that and make him more family friendly <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll 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 bend on name but he's still having bollocks on his head. <laughs>
0: does he have does it have to be brown and wrinkly and covering hair? <laughs> oh um, dear.
1: I, it looks quite pretty that, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a good looking thing, good. but
0: I, I never really I don't know why i never played it. I've never wanted to go and play it. It's never been one yeah, of those that's it, pulled me in.
1: Yeah, it looks like sort of that chuck rock kinda of, um talk-y Looking kind of thing
0: in it, yeah, yeah, and um, it looks like it could be an Amiga game, doesn't it? Even though it's on the yep. Mega Drive. Psycho Pinball, could have played that. That was a good pinball game. Psycho Pinball, Kiss Kissy. <laughs> Ba-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> yeah, so there was a lot to pick from a P, and we got somewhat good. Pick up a penguin.
1: pie. Pick Pick puzzle game.
0: I think P so far has been the. Best letter we could have got. I think that we'd have picked out a lot of them, we wouldn't have been too unhappy.
1: Yeah, I think it looks like it were a pretty safe letter. So we go from P to R. R type, R type, R type. Please get R type, R type, R type, R type. Please
2: be R type. You'll do well. I don't, I don't know if it ever made it onto the Mega Drive R type. Oh, I didn't
0: think.
2: it? No. no. Fuck this, type. then I quit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's go bother randomizers, dad. Oh.
2: Well, shit! Unbelievable, Jeff!
0: Ah, right. So you liked P, did you? Huh? Yeah. Did you like P? Yeah.
1: Everyone loves a pee. Well, hopefully I'm going to get
0: a game here next that is absolute dog shit because I can't bear to see you guys happy.
1: Well, the letter of art reminds me of you. Do you know why?
0: Arsehole. <coughs> yeah. That. Sorry, was that supposed to be
2: funny?
1: Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Through your arsehole!
2: <laughs>
0: okay, you naked. Right. You can have the letter R, because you're the arsehole, not, not me. You can have Rice Star. Oh, Rice right.
1: Star is in the cowboy thing? Is that what it is? Oh, when you said Rice Star, I thought you said Rice Star. It sounded like a a cheap cereal. (laughs) Yeah. No, 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 no. I I know this game. No, you're stupid. You're thinking of Brave Star. Piss off. I was thinking of Brave Star.
0: turd nuggets rice right, star mm. i think i'm going to enjoy this it's one of those that i've always okay. wanted to play and for some mm. reason i haven't he's got long extended arms are not he like he it, it, reaches out and he draws himself i do think
2: it this it's is a late. late in the late mega drive title i think it goes for quite a lot of money at your retro fairs and stuff mm. um and I've, it's just, I've never, I was, I think I'll probably be at uni, but at this point, I'll certainly get heading in there. Again, beer, it's, girls.
1: It, it looks, on the face of it, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, like another high scorer does this one. It does. Good. Cool. Right. Excellent. Well, I think we should probably try and do randomize. the next one before we age that much that all our voices change <laughs> and people think they're listening <laughs> to a different podcast.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we will hope- get back on it in the next, next two or three weeks.
0: Yes, we'll be back. Dear listeners, you won't have to wait too long to hear our dulcet tones once again. But um, that's all for this episode of Pixel Hunt Podcast. So thank you for listening. We love you long time. If you want to reach out to us, you can grab us on... Twitter
1: or Instagrams
2: at PixelHuntPod. You can watch us play stuff on Twitch, uh, twitch twitch.tv or whatever it is, slash PixelHuntPod.
0: You can see some stuff about us and just... Generally, have a nosy bow on www.pixelhuntpodcast.com.
1: Or you can drop us on a unit drop us an email on do at pixelhuntpodcast.com.
0: Until next time, keep on keeping on. We're Pixel Hunt Podcast. Playing the games.
2: Playing the games so you, so you
0: don't,
2: don't have to. Well, we'll every six weeks.